0: Welcome to this Christian Patriot News update. Most of you missed Trump's most recent speech at Mar-a-Lago. Today I'm going to bring you some of the highlights and for those of you who want to watch it in its entirety, I'll include the link in the description box below this video. If you're watching on Before It's News, it'll be the next video in this article. Trump's going to discuss the Biden administration. is just one catastrophe after another. Afghanistan, COVID, crime, inflation, China, Iran, and the southern border. He's going to discuss Biden's visit to the Pope. He says, we're going to be taking office and it's not going to be very long. We're going to make America great again, again. Now, somehow he's going to discuss a potential for an eventual fourth Trump term. I'll let you hear him and you can figure that out. I like the sound of it. He says, we'll beat woke left fascism and critical race theory, and that our movement will last for many generations he will go on to talk about some of the governor races, John Durham, rhinos, and he reminds patriots that there are far more of us than there are of the radical left Dems. So enjoy these back-to-back clips, and then we'll move on. President Biden's economic decisions are gripping our nation, and everyday Americans and patriots are watching our purchasing power continue to fall further while Americans struggle ahead of the uncertainty of 2022. It's clear for many Americans the economy is not working for us. Woke politics was voted down in Virginia, and the demand for change grows louder. The Biden administration has moved forward with trillions in spending after the American economy had only just recovered from the COVID pandemic. And next on their agenda is the greatest tax hike in generations. If you want to learn about the economy and markets, you'll look at history. Economists are comparing our current inflationary environment to the 70s era inflation. And if you look back, gold was up 20 times from 1970 to 1980, and silver up 37 times in that same time period. Patriot Gold Group has the No Fee for Life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may be eligible for the No Fee for Life IRA. Call 844 402 0988 for a free investor guide today. Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top rated gold IRA dealer five years in a row. Call 844-402-0988 or use the first link in the description box below this video.
1: Joe Biden and the radical left are destroying America before our very own eyes. The urgent task for everyone who supports our movement is to fight back against failure and extremism. And it's to help put in place a plan for exactly what we must do to save America once these incompetent radicals are voted out of office. They'll be voted out. We have our work cut out for us because they are vicious and they are smart and they do stick together. The Biden administration has been one complete calamity after another on Afghanistan, worst I've ever seen. As I said, the most embarrassing moment in the history, in my opinion, it was the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. On COVID, on crime, inflation, all of these things, we wouldn't have had problems with gas prices which are going through the roof. On China, they respected us. On Iran, they respected us. We would have had a deal with Iran within one week And then the election got rigged and it didn't work out that way. And now Iran wants billions and billions of dollars in reparations. And on the national emergency, they've deliberately created on our now wide open southern border. At first, I thought it was gross incompetence, but I really think they want these people to pour into our country. We have no idea who they are. You have many terrorists. Many terrorists came out of Afghanistan on the flights. Only 3% of the people on those flights should have been allowed to come out. We have many people who have no idea who they are. They came out on the flights. Less than one year ago, our nation was respected and we had the most secure border in the history of our country and drugs were at the lowest number they were at for 31 years. And I think it was lower than that. And nobody knows it better than Dan Patrick. I'm looking at Dan. And Dan, you have your work cut out for you because Texas is now doing things that they never thought they'd have to do. And it can never be as successful as the federal government. What we did was incredible. We got Mexico to put 28,000 soldiers on the border. And these are soldiers that aren't talking about being politically correct. And then we built the wall, 500 miles of wall. It would have been finished in one month, and these people didn't want to finish It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. But we did it with Mexico, and we did it with everybody. We broke every record. We had this, the smallest number of people, probably, possibly, virtually ever, again, with the same caveat. Let's say 100 years, in this case. You could come into our country, but you had to come in legally. And now that's gone, and the drugs are raging at four or 500 percent more. We had the, the numbers down to the lowest in many, many decades. And Texas is seeing it, and Arizona is seeing it. You see what's happening? And it's a disgrace. Now our leaders are a laughingstock all over the world. You just saw what happened to Joe Biden on his travails in Europe. That wasn't good. He went to see the Pope. He was a little late. What the hell happened to him? Does anybody know what happened? Don't say it. I still haven't figured out, was that young, attractive, female reporter, was she trying to cover up or was she being nice, did she not understand what was happening? She works for NBC, so it's about 94 percent sure that she knew exactly what she was doing. Anyway, well, Brandon's become a big star. Nobody ever heard of this guy. Now he's one of the biggest stars. Nobody ever heard of him. Brandon's a star. But I still like the first phrase better somehow, more accurate. On the first day that America first, conservatives and Republicans gain control of Congress, they must have the legislative strategy to stop Biden's many disasters. And we are going to be taking office and it's not going to be very long. It's hard to believe after that November 3rd catastrophe, which was so great. 1030 in the evening, I said, darling, this is absolutely great. We really have been appreciated. We were up by so much, and then they closed everything, and then all of a sudden, it started to change. Nobody's ever seen. But we are going to be back, and it's moving fast to think of it. A year is almost up. A year is almost up. In one year, we'll be talking about the midterms. We'll be seeing the results of the midterms, and I think they're going to be staggering. Maybe they'll be record-setting, but let's not talk about that. We don't want to talk too quickly about that, but based on results, they should be record-setting. It's also increasingly clear that America First conservatives are going to have to rescue our economy because our economy is in lousy shape. Under Biden, we've had a weak monthly job number like we haven't seen in a long time. and last quarter, the economy grew at a dangerously slow, less than 2 percent, the worst since the pandemic recovery. And, Larry, it was supposed to be three or four times that number yeah well we had a v-shape remember we had a v-shape ours was a v and now it's becoming a w no we haven't seen the end of the w and we won't with them in september inflation hit the highest level in more than 30 years that's a real bad thing happening remember the jimmy carter years with inflation some of you are old enough to have suffered through that deal But the good news is Jimmy Carter is one of the only people in the country that's very happy right now because he's looking like a brilliant president by comparison. (laughs) And if Biden and the left pass the $3.5 trillion socialist monstrosity, the economy will get worse. And today I heard that the three and a half could be five or six in terms of real numbers, trillion. In addition, the supply chain issues that are also dragging down the economy, all combined with the experience of COVID last year should make abundantly obvious that we must stop the outsourcing of American industry, just as I've been saying for decades. And we had it going, Lighthizer. We had it going, Bob Lighthizer, like never before. And we were hitting China with terrorists. China was paying us hundreds of billions of dollars. We took in hundreds of billions of dollars from China. I would say, let's see, in terms of order, I think Iran was number one. They were happy under what happened on November 3rd. China was number two. Perhaps North Korea was number three. There were a lot of happy countries. I said that, I saw something the other day, that Germany and Europe liked President Obama. They don't even talk about Biden. President Obama more than Trump. I said, they should. Look what I've done, because, Larry will never admit this, but actually... The European Union treats the United States almost as badly as China. We can't sell our cars. We can't sell our farm products. We can't sell anything, but they do what they do to us. And we had that all set. We had it all taken care of. And now they've done a total fold, our country, and what they've given them is unbelievable. We were losing $181 billion a year in deficits, $502 billion with China was all coming down, taken in billions and billions and billions of dollars. We gave $28 billion to our farmers. I gave it over a two-year period, $28 million. Sonny Perdue, he did a great job, Sonny. And uh, gave it to the farmers, and the farmers were very happy. But they came to me and they said, but sir, we really don't want this. We just want a level playing field. We don't want a handout. And it's the only group in four years that said that to me. Everybody wants a handout. They all wanted a handout except the farmers. The farmers didn't want a handout. And uh, they were incredible, but now they're doing great because of a deal I made with China. The China deal has been incredible, but now I understand China doesn't want to honor the deal anymore. They had to buy $50 billion worth of farm product. I'll never forget. The deal was almost made, Jared was working on it, Larry, Kevin, everybody, they were all working on it. We were, I was working on it. And it was coming along great, and the number was 15. I said, what's the biggest number they've ever imported to China, $15 billion, sir. I said, 15 billion, that's a lot, It's a lot. And I went out, I told the farmers, buy yourself in Iowa and Nebraska and different places. I said, buy yourself more land and go out and buy brand new tractors that are much larger. Remember, we want larger tractors and more land. But they said, 15 billion. And then when negotiating the deal, I said, you know what? Make it 50, make it 50 billion, fellas. They said, sir, they'll never go for it. I said, that's all right. They were not going to make the deal. They took it, 50. The farmers are making a fortune because of me. That's why we won Iowa at a level that nobody's ever seen. 50. They said, we won't be able to fill an order of 50, sir. They won't be able to produce that much. I said, don't worry. They'll figure it out. And they did. So the farmers are very happy with the job we did. Under my administration... We already made extraordinary progress creating half a million new manufacturing jobs, which everyone said could never, ever be done. Remember Obama? He said, you can't produce manufacturing jobs anymore. I said, if you can't manufacture things, this country's in big trouble. We did a number that nobody could believe, and it was getting higher all the time. But now our country must take even more dramatic action to resure our supply chains. Did you ever hear that? I never even heard They never talked about supply chains. By the way, they weren't flying bombers over Taiwan when I was there. President Xi knew he couldn't do that. Couldn't do it. Now they're flying 100 bombers over Taiwan. They're doing things now that they would have never done under the Trump administration. And President Xi was right here at Mar-a-Lago. And I told him, and I got along with him great, but I told him, you know, some things you can't do the Taiwan thing. And he fully understood. But, you know... We had no problem and nobody ever even mentioned the word about a supply chain. And now we have thousands of ships at sea. They can't unload. We never even knew that as a problem.
0: Take a look at this chart on the right-hand side. The dark blue line represents the declining U.S. dollar. The gold line represents the value of gold. The dollar has lost 98.2% of its purchasing power since 1900. Gold has increased 53.9 times in value during that time. Gold has offset the loss in purchasing power of the U.S. dollar tremendously. And that's why I personally invest in gold. Patriot Gold Group has the No Fee for Life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be put in physical gold and silver, and you may be eligible for the No Fee for Life IRA. Call Patriot Gold Group at 844- 402-0988. Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top rated gold IRA dealer five years in a row. Call 844-402-0988.
1: The United States of America can no longer afford to be reliant on hostile foreign nations. We're reliant on these nations that hate us we must strongly reassert one of my administration's most fundamental principles, that economic security is national security. And it's truly remarkable how many of the urgent crises our country now faces under Biden are the same challenges our movement has been fighting to fix from the very beginning. We fixed them. In fact, we have a new slogan, You remember the greatest slogan, I think, in the history of our country politically, make America great again. Right? And we did. And we did. But now we have a new slogan. It's called make American. and It's a great slogan. Make America great again. Again. Comma. Because we made it great. And we had, as you know, uh, we were going to go in with the fourth term. We were going to go... With with our, It could be, you know, we should be entitled to a fourth term, too, after what we had to put up with. But we're going in and we had, keep America great, right? Keep America great. But we really can't use that because, in my opinion, with all of the things that are happening in this country right now, and I'll say it, America right now is not great. America is under siege and it's not great. And you can't have that slogan, so it's make America great again, again. And you think I kid, but I'm actually not. I'm actually not. And yet going forward, our movement must also confront the profound new dangers that have emerged to threaten America's future in recent years. Most significantly, we have witnessed the menacing rise of woke left fascism, the woke, the woke people. These people are sick. This ideology tolerates no dissent, it accepts no disagreement and its adherents will stop at nothing to permanently transform our country. You see what they're doing. So much. I can't believe they even exist to the extent that they possibly do. But I think with a sit-down with many of them, they'll get it and they'll understand it. Our job is to boldly stand up to this anti-American extremism and to tell the Woke left that they cannot have our liberty and they cannot have our country. We're not going to give it to them. We're not rolling over. We don't roll over. This room will never, ever roll over. And with this goal in mind, over one year ago, I signed an executive order banning critical race theory in the federal government, our military, our schools. At the time, few people had even heard of the term. I remember doing a news conference and even some of the reporters, they go, what the hell is that? But I saw what was happening. It was happening in our military. Yet just 13 months later, CRT and education had become the number one issue in the Virginia governor's race this week. We had a great victory last night with Glenn Young. And without, I will say this very boldly, and he was nice enough, he called me yesterday morning, early in the morning, to thank us for the help and thank me for the help. And we helped him a lot, helped him at the primary and then helped him later on and got a lot of people, a lot of people were on that line. I made a call just before uh, evening, just before the sun was setting and I was making a call and we had tens of thousands of people in that call. And they all got out and voted, and if they didn't vote, you would never, ever have even come close to winning that election. Not even close. But Len's victory was a complete vindication of the arguments, and and that was truly a vindication of our movement and all of the things that we've been talking about for years. And not just Len, we had victories at local levels, at levels that people haven't seen in years. If you look at state legislatures, including in Virginia, I don't know if you've seen what happened in Virginia. It's a complete turn. But so many almost won the state of New Jersey. People have said for many, many years it's impossible to win. I mean, I guess they're still looking at that one, aren't they? That was a strange one. Looked like that one was over. All of a sudden, it seemed to flip rather quickly. But they're looking. But we had, I mean, just to be that close if you want to put it that way, just to be that close, it proved that when we strongly stand up for the economic interest and cultural values of middle-class families, millions and millions of African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans and blue-collar workers, Asians, women, everybody, they support us. They really support us. This is a much bigger movement than anybody understands. And it's not a movement that's going away. This is going to last for generations because it's a movement of common sense. It's a movement of having a strong military, of having law enforcement that can protect you, of having homes and schools that are good and beautiful and smart. It's really a movement. Somebody said, how conservative conservative are you? And I said, really, I'm conservative, I guess, but I think I'm a person of common sense because most of the things that we talk about are really common sense. But our movement proved that American pride unites citizens of all backgrounds, and it really was. We were united. You know, things were happening, and i said this rarely because it was hard to believe, and some people can't believe it, but I will tell you it's true. Just before COVID, just before we had that horrible thing come in from China, people were calling me on the far left wanting to get together. Everybody was doing well. Women were doing well. Everybody was at the top. They were doing like the country has never done. The greatest economic story, the greatest story in many ways ever. And Mark, we were getting calls from what I would say the radical left. Hey, let's get together. I'm telling you, our country was coming together. And then we got hit with COVID. Things were happening that I never, ever thought I was going to see. When I first ran, I said, we'll come together. Nobody knew how, but I said, we'll come together. And then I started to... Lose a little faith in it. You know, you go through all of the hoaxes, the Russian hoax. You saw what happened today? Another one got downed, if I'm making up fake stories. It's a big deal today. I tell you, Durham may be doing a good job. We're going to have to see. It's taking a little longer than we thought. But he's doing it. He's exposing a real criminal activity. But I went through impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the Mueller deal which ended up in no collusion. That was a lot of work for no collusion. I could have told them that from in the first minute. I said, there was no collusion. And it was very interesting uh, during the campaign. Before I got elected the first time in 20, early 2016 and 2015, young people, some of them are in the room right now, they come up, sir, do you know anything about Russia? They were political people. Say, no, I mean, no, not that, I don't know what you mean by that question, but no. Then two months later, another guy would come up and said, sir, did you have anything to do with Russia? No, know. <laughs> then this happened three or four times. Then this really beautiful young person on our staff came up, sir, what do you know about Russia? And I said, what the hell is going on with Russia? It was a hoax. We spent two and a half years And now it's all coming out. And it's come out before that for people that have an open mind. But now it's really coming out a level. They sat in a room. All the players that you know about. And they concocted a hoax. And a very dangerous hoax. Because, you know, Russia's a big, big, powerful nuclear country. And it was very hard to deal with them under the circumstances. I would speak to Putin and say, hard for us to make a deal. Any deal I made with Russia, they'd say, oh, he loves Russia. Remember this, I stopped the Russian pipeline. That's their biggest deal, Dan, you know that. I stopped it. And Biden let it go through. I had it stopped. Russian pipeline going through all of Europe, I had it stopped. Biden approved that, but he stopped the Keystone XL pipeline. And then they say that I was easy on Russia. Putin will tell you I was the worst thing for Russia, but I got along with him. I got along with most of them. I got along great with she, I told you, until the COVID, because then it was just too much to bear. You can't you can't get along, but That's uh, that's a level too far. As the grassroots campaign against critical race theory shows, the American people look to our movement. They're looking to us, they're looking to the people of this room and in this room. We have the greatest leaders in the country, in my opinion, in this room tonight to defend the America they love. And that's why they are rallying to our side in numbers like nobody's ever seen before. The Republican Party has become a much different party than it was five years ago. It's much bigger. It's much stronger. We have workers in our party that would never have even thought of joining the Republican Party. We have a much more powerful party, and we have great, great people in our party. But this is a much different party They even call it the party of Trump. And I said, it's not the party of Trump. This is the party of all of you in this room. And this is going to long outlast Trump. This is a great thing that we've done in a very short period of time. We have something that's very, very special. And in our party, they truly love our country. Many people in the other party, I don't honestly believe they do love our country or they wouldn't be doing it the way they're doing it. We did not start the so-called culture war, but we will win it, and we will win it very strongly, and I think you're, you're seeing the early signs of it right now.
0: I hope you're enjoying this update so far. I am 90% listener-supported. I received next to no monetization, and I just started adding advertisers in the last couple months. Please support this frontline soldier. I've got links to Give, send, Go. That's a new Christian fundraising site. My Cash App and BuyMeACoffee.com all in the description box below this video. U.S. residents use any of those links. International residents, you have to use. Give, send, go or BuyMeACoffee.com. They accept all currencies anywhere in the world. If you can't see this information on your screen or if the links aren't in your description box or if the links don't work, it's no trouble simply visit send, go. That's givesendgo.com. Hit the search icon and enter my name i am christian space patriot space news and I'll come up. Thank you in advance for your incredible generosity. I cannot do this without you and together we will win, especially the good fight of faith in our lord and our savior Jesus Christ for all of us who put our faith and our hope and our trust in him. And we'll talk more about that later in the show. So please stick around.
1: Here is the truth the news media refuses to confront. And and I hope you're all listening to this statement because I mean it from the very bottom of my heart. And I really believe it's true. There are far more of us than there are of them. There really are, far more, right? We're not a 50-50 country, we're not 50-50. The only reason we seem to be that is they cheat like hell on elections, I really mean it. Like nobody has ever cheated before, so they have an ability to stick together, the Republicans don't, with rhinos like, you know, a Mitt Romney, a Little Ben Sass. How about this, this weak, pathetic guy named Bill Cassidy in Louisiana? He goes out, gets everything he can from us. He thinks the greatest president. His whole advertising campaign, because they do like me in Louisiana, I won by a lot. His whole advertising campaign was, was Trump. walking with our, I walked strong with our president. The whole thing was beautiful. I figured, in fact, Mark, you said it's almost like crazy. He's going crazy. He loves you so much. Then a couple of weeks later, he votes for Peach Trump. He can't even walk down a street in Louisiana right now. Or you have the old crow, Mitch McConnell. Now, Mitch McConnell, he's an old, broken-down crow. It's true. They don't fight like they should. They're afraid of doing anything without apologizing to the radical left. The radical left uses prosecutors to viciously hit people At the city, state, and local level, all the time, subpoenas, subpoenas, subpoenas. We don't do that, certainly not by any standard like they do. They just don't do that. As an example, Chuck Schumer and crazy Nancy Pelosi, or AOC plus three. You know AOC plus three? Oh, those three hate that term. They hate it. AOC likes the term, but the three, Omar. How about Omar? She's a real great one, isn't she? She comes from a country without a government, and then she comes in here and tells us how to run our country. That's pretty good. But they would have never think about that, right? They would have never stood for certification of election results with the information that we had. We had such incredible information. Now, of course, that information is many fold, many times what it was. But they would have never approved The Schumer would have fought to the death. He was fighting about the 2016 election and nobody had any problems with it. We got 75 million votes, more than any sitting president by far in history. But I believe we got actually many millions of votes more than that. I was told that if I got 63 million, it would be impossible to lose. One of those brilliant pollsters is with us tonight. He said, sir, you get 63. Now, if you get 64 million, impossible to lose. We got 75. And they say we lost, but we didn't. We got 12 million more. Think of it, 12 million more than four years before. That's 8 million more than any president ever got going into a second term. Because usually they get less. Obama got less. Obama got a certain number and he got 2 million less than he did the first time. But we got 12 million more I was told if we got the same number, 63 would be a shoo-in. But we're not a 50-50 country, so nobody can tell me that with a policy of radicalized open borders, think of this, this is what they have. If they had good policy, they'd be very tough to beat. So they have open borders, extraordinarily expensive energy, they're no longer energy independent, I was so proud of that, bad military policy, a catastrophic withdrawal from Afghanistan, the allowance of rampant crime. They protect criminals like nobody's ever protected criminals. They want to defund our police. You see that all over today. They lost a referendum in Minnesota, but you see it all over. They're anti-Second Amendment, not taking care of our veterans and our military. They want high taxes. They want horrific regulations. Sanctuary cities where you have big parts of major cities that protect criminals and so many other things. That's not a 50-50 country. That's a 10% country. That's a 15%. Maybe it's a 5%. Who wants it? We want strong military. We want great education. We want energy independence. We want low taxes and incredible schools, incredible housing. We want things that are wonderful. It's not a 50-50 country, it's not. Now, after our victories Tuesday night all across the country, we must build on an incredible strategy, among other efforts, that means defeating the left socialist crusade to abolish single-family neighborhoods and destroy suburbia. They want to build low-income apartment houses in the suburbs. You know, they said, I lost the suburbs. I said, really? I really campaigned to that. Ben Carson was incredible, by the way. And we stopped low-income housing from being built in the suburbs. And then they said, Trump lost the suburbs. I lost the suburbs, but I got so many more votes. I mean, who the hell was voting for me? I lost the suburbs. I guess they want low-income housing being built right next to their house. But it means stopping the left's brazen assault on religious liberty, all the pastors that are here. You know what I'm talking about. The Johnson Amendment, I saved you from the Johnson Amendment, which was so horrible. Took your voice away. And it means reasserting the Judeo-Christian ideals and principles of our nation's founding. Our movement must also continue the fight to free, and we have to do this, free speech. We have to bring back free speech in our country. We don't have free speech. We don't have a free press anymore. This is not freedom of the press. And this ended six years ago, seven years ago, but got worse and worse and worse. And it really became more visible when they had Hunter Biden doing all of these criminal acts and they refused to talk about it. And then it turned out that would have cost Biden 10 to 15 points in the polls and at the election. And it used to be, I mean, even with me, because I've I've been very experienced with the press before I ever did this. I'd fight with them, I'd argue with them, would have a say, and they'd have a say back and forth, and you'd win or you'd lose, but it would be in the public, the public discourse. And you know, you'd win, you'd lose, but we'd talk, they don't talk now. You come up with an idea, they don't want to talk about it. There's no freedom of the press. And you know, I use the word socialism, but really this is the first step toward communism. That's what they do. This is the first step toward communism. We can do something that's phenomenal, that's great, that would be 20 years ago a front page story. You'd be hailed as a hero. And today they make it sound as bad as possible. And if it's something a little bit off or a little bit bad, they make it sound like it's the worst act in history. Now, we don't have freedom of the press anymore. Our press is really the enemy of the people, and it's got to change. It's got to change. It's the enemy of the people. And above all, we have to restore free, fair, and honest elections. If we don't do that, we're going to be lost. Every single center of power on the left is obsessively focused on silencing conservatives, Canceling our ideas from the public square and rigging election laws full of loopholes to enable cheating and fraud and the mail-in ballots, millions and millions. They sent so many they were coming to people, they were being bombarded. And even the Democrats twenty years ago came out with a report headed up by respected people, both sides, saying the worst thing that can happen to our country is mail-in ballots. There's no way to control it. Don't ever let it happen but they let it happen. They used COVID, they used the pandemic as a way of cheating in our elections. And we can't let this happen. There's no better example than the 2020 election scam, which I call the crime of the century. This may not be the fight we wanna have, but Brooke, it's a fight we have to have. We can never let that happen again. We can't let it happen again because you're gonna lose people. You know, I said uh, three weeks ago, I said, people won't vote if this happens. And they viewed that as a threat, but it wasn't a threat. They won't vote, not because I would say I want them to vote, but if they lose confidence in their vote, they're not going to vote because they're not going to want to spend their time, energy, and love on voting. They just won't do it. So we have to make sure that we have fair, open, and honest elections. And in my opinion... The ideal would be, number one, you have to get rid of the mail-in ballots other than for somebody that's seriously ill or the military, like we had. And going back to one-day voting, wouldn't that be great if you could have one election day?
0: Let's transition from that which is temporal in the here and now to that which is eternal. And let's talk about our fight, the good fight of faith, and our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. For those of us who believe. Today we will continue to look at God's desire that we be born again and baptized in the very fire and power of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. For those of you who are watching for the first time, it's an easy catch-up. All you want to do is go to the book of John and just read chapters 14, 15, and 16. It'll only take you about 15 minutes. And then Acts chapter 1. So add another 5 minutes, 20 minutes total, and then you'll land where we are going to read today, which is Acts chapter 2. The Holy Spirit enters the initial believers on the day of Pentecost. This is Acts chapter 2. The Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole place where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to what? Speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. I'm going to repeat that. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Folks, I'm going to tell you this. God's Word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if Spirit-filled believers spoke in tongues in the early church, then we are called to pray in tongues in the here and now. As a matter of fact, Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, says to all believers everywhere, do not forbid praying in tongues. And a lot of churches and a lot of doctrines and a lot of teachings actually forbid the indwelling Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit through the laying on of hands and speaking in tongues. Many of you listening to me right now might not even know what I'm talking about. And that's why I'm teaching on it. I am a born again, baptized in the Holy Spirit believer with the evidence of praying in tongues. And I do so daily. And I won't do it here and now because it is not for you to hear me pray in tongues. It's something personal. It's something private. You won't benefit because you won't even understand what I'm saying. But when I pray in tongues, I build myself up in my most holy faith. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard the sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all those who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Pyrgia and Pamphylia, Egypts and other parts of Libya, near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they ask one another, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, They have had too much wine. Peter addresses the crowd. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs in the earth below, blood and and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited to you by God by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among you through him as you yourselves know. will rest in hope, because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead. You will not let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the paths of light. You will fill me with joy in your presence. Fellow Israelites, I can tell you confidently that the the patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet and knew that God had promised him on oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, that he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead, nor did his body see decay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. For David... Did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this God has made this Jesus, whom you crucify, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other disciples, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, folks this is my message to you right now repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the holy spirit the promise is for you and your children and those who are far off that's us folks the promise the promised holy spirit is for you talking to those people of that day and their children and for us who are far off for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3000 were added to their number that day, the fellowship of the believers. They devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and the fellowship those who were being saved. I hope you enjoyed this update. I hope that you benefited listening, and I hope that you were inspired. I am 90% listener-supported. I receive next to no monetization anywhere. And I just started adding advertisements in the last couple months. Please support this frontline soldier. I've got links to Give, Send, Go. That's a new Christian fundraising site. The Cash App and BuyMeACoffee.com all in the description box below this video. U.S. residents use any of those links. International residents, you have to use. Give, send, go or buymeacoffee.com. They accept all currencies anywhere in the world. If this information is not in your screen, or if the links aren't in your description box, or if the links don't work, it's no trouble. Simply visit www.give, send, go. That's www.givesendgo.com and click on the search icon. Enter my name. It's Christian Space, Patriot Space News, and I'll come up. Thank you in advance for your incredible generosity. I cannot do this without you, and together we will win, especially the good fight of faith in our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, for those of us who put our faith and our hope and our trust in Him. Thanks for watching.